But yeah, the four teens, I mean, we've already been struggling to think of how can they improve this hardware anymore. I mean, once the iPhone XS Max came out, to me, that's peak hardware. I, I, this is my favorite iPhone ever, even though, sure, I'm upgrading to a 13 Pro Max at some point, primarily for camera features and such. This is my favorite package of iPhone hardware. It is actually Tabby Pears' least favorite package of iPhone hardware. He actually... I cringe so much every time he mentions how he hates it. I, he actually... Well, he, he does have some pretty hardcore evidence about why it's such a bad phone. I mean, yeah, personal experience, I won't disregard personal experience. So that's what makes me mad when everyone says I'm an idiot for hating Windows because it doesn't work. Personal experience has taught me it's bad. And if personal experience has taught him, Tappy Pears, that the iPhone XS Max is not a good phone, that's fine. That's, that's fine, but my experience has taught me this is my favorite iPhone ever. So yeah, that's what. Yeah, my experience. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, you should see. Yeah, not everybody like. Yeah, so again, when, again, you might not think so once the baseband goes out on your phone, iPhone, right about now, because the baseband's <laughs> on the XSs get bad. So yeah, to my surprise, this phone has actually held up very well, especially for two years. Like the battery degradation is at 90%, which it's a, it's a large battery, so it shouldn't be that bad. I still can get to, I can still use this heavily and get to about maybe 10% at the lowest, but it's very rare I hit 10% at the lowest at the end of the day. So most of the time when I use this throughout the day, I've actually realized battery is still good enough. The degradation has hit this thing a bit, but I can still get to, I can get through a full day of basic usage. The only time when I don't is basically when I use the camera and record a bunch of YouTube videos. Yeah, the iPhone, my iPhone 8 Plus and my iPhone 11 Pro Max have both not given me any battery problems, but... Battery degradation was one of the things that Tabby Pears actually mentioned in is why the iPhone XS is the worst iPhone ever. That's kind of funny because I've actually heard many stories where battery degradation on these is actually pretty good and not bad. Because, I mean, around the one year mark, um, especially Talos of Tech is another one who supports, especially my experience with this. When he daily drove a XS Max, it wasn't until the day he actually well got his 11 Pro, he checked the battery health on his iPhone XS Max and realized, oh, it dropped to like 90 97% degradation. And before that, it was, or not 97%, but uh, degradation. But yeah, the battery health dropped by 3%, and the day before, it was at 100% still. And that's after a full year of using it. Yeah, but still, that's still, but ninety percent. The battery per decoration on your phone actually isn't good because it was still at a hundred percent last summer, and to a degree, and to have degraded a whole ten percent in a year. That's. I've also discovered that it's actually not as accurate as most people say. Yeah, I mean, 
for the most part, it's just trying to assess how many cycles the battery has on it and such and such. Because, oh, thank you for firing the air compressor. That's nice for the audio. What, what was going on? The air compressor below me is going off. <laughs> Yeah, my iPhone 4, my white iPhone 4S that I still have running iOS 9, I need to downgrade that. That, back to iOS 6, that iPhone 4S has 800-something charge cycles on it. Hmm. And yet, the battery life on it is, isn't the greatest, but it's still pretty good, considering that it's had that much battery, considering mm -hmm. that it actually came in an AT&T box when I got it back in fall of 2019. Meaning that my guess is that it had been used as a daily phone ever since the it was originally purchased. It must have, considering the degradation. Yeah. Because yeah. 800 something cycles. And now granted, <laughs> a lot of the cycles would have been for me, of course, because... Because that... But keep in mind of how many of them have been from, were probably from the previous seller. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, in terms of, I'm not going to say that maybe some iPhones, who knows, maybe it could have just been a bad batch that he could have gotten. Because, I mean, Apple is mass producing these at scale. They're not all going to be exactly perfect type quality. It's possible I might have gotten one of the iPhone XS Maxes from the better batch and he didn't. Yeah, I get Because it's impossible to mass produce a phone with the exact same quality every single time. That's, yeah, but ta again, Tabby Pairs also did report, did include reports from several other people too of who have had bad experiences with the 10 uh, Yeah. 10S and 10 And I'm not going to disregard them. I'm going to say they, they have existed. It's, these things do happen. And I will admit, yeah, they've happened before. But at least in my experience, I've had I enjoy my time with this phone. I'm always excited in the morning to pick it up and use it every day still. I actually don't... <laughs> yeah, when I had... I'm a lot more happy that I have my 11 Pro Max rather than my 8 Plus because when I got my 8 Plus back in spring of 2020, it was a big upgrade for my 5S. It oh, yeah, that's a huge upgrade. But it still just didn't... wasn't that good. good it's, I still wasn't that excited about it because... It still had a home button, and it just wasn't that cool. I mean, I've actually noticed that the home button takes away from my excitement of just using my iPad for here. Yeah, that... Because, yeah, you're forced to use the home button and such. Look, your iPad does... All iPads have gestures, by the way. I did discover how to use that. It's just not... The iPad 4 and iOS 10 does actually have gestures it's just not the swipey gestures that we all use on our iPhones and other iPads we do today it's very different like my iPad 7th generation which still does have a home button it's a D it, it's not that bad to use and I still do love that iPad but I'm going to be fixing the upgrade soon because that because obviously as you know the screen broke on that and I had to get a new screen and I had to get a new digitizer which mm. there was Wednesday night, the digitizer just suddenly freaked out and barely and was like a resistive touchscreen. It barely responded to any touch. Is it the new one? 
The new screen that I got for it, yes. Oh no! It, I, I didn't get fixed by Apple though, because it was way too expensive. I got fixed by a third party, and got mm. free screen protector installation. Okay, the free screen prote the free screen protector is a nice perk. I'll, I'll give them that. But I've discovered, especially with my repair experiences with my 5C here, because I originally was going to get a battery replacement because this was heavily used by a friend of mine, and so yeah, the battery just needed some help. So okay, I took it into, well. I couldn't take it into an Apple store because the closest one is like six hours away from me. Not driving six hours. Also, Actually, I don't think I the drive, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my closest And Apple's... the way they have actually... The way they've actually handled the battery replacement is also... I don't recall, did they actually get a new battery or did they just take the... Not as heavily used battery out of an older 5C. I mean, well, the battery problem was fixed, but every single time I've had problems with my screen, I've had problems with the home button, and I finally caught what was going on. I actually stayed there the during the whole process of them giving me a screen replacement that time because, well, I've walked out with the screen not working on me last time, so... Okay, I might as well stay and make sure this thing is working before I walk out. And I actually caught what they were doing in the background. What were they, they doing? Were taking, they were taking older 5Cs that they've had just lying around in stock and swapping displays and such like that. Which might explain how, like, two weeks after I left the shop, there's this crack in it. I cracked my display just from it being in my pocket. I had nothing else in my pocket, and I just pull it out one day, and it's cracked. And guessing now the whole display is broken. Oh, yeah. I mean, when it originally cracked, too, it was dead. The display was dead. All that was working was just the backlight. Now the backlight doesn't even work. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's... Pr yeah, that's... Pr yeah, the repair... Yeah, the... Yeah, I got... Yeah, so that did... Again, I kind of knew what I was doing when I was getting, taking my iPad 7th generation to get fixed. But I didn't want to get fixed by Apple because uh, it was too much money and I did not want them to update it from iPadOS 13.1.1. <laughs> yeah. I, on the other hand, actually, after that experience especially, I, I'd rather drive to Apple and just get have them repair it properly even though yeah there's been some scandals there most of the time though they at least repair it properly you should most of the time yeah you should except now you can't take an iphone 5c into apple anymore to get it fixed yeah they'll basically try to find a way to get you a new iphone yeah they'll but someday i should actually try to take yeah i have a 2g with a broken home power with a broken house power button, volume buttons, mute switch, and headphone jack, so someday I should try taking that into Apple and see, no, I want this phone fixed, and you're gonna fix yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder, how would Apple actually respond to somebody asking them, hey, 
I got a broken iPhone 2G here. I want. Could you get it working again? Or my. Because that's a valuable phone now. My broken. Despite how useless it is. I'm curious. I'm curious to see who if they would fix those. What how they would respond to those since they know. Yeah. Since they would know because of the 3G shutdown that they wouldn't be my main phones. So it wouldn't be like taking a 5S or a 6 into Apple. It would be like taking... Or, or since my iBook G3's battery doesn't work anymore, I should take that into Apple and see what they think. You know what? That would be interesting video content, actually. You I, should try that. There, I've got one problem, though. My closest Apple store is still like an hour away from where I live, which is not great. Uh, I mean, it's better than six hours for me. Yeah. Because, yeah, the closest one is, like, Minneapolis, Minnesota, or where was it? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, that's where the closest Apple store is. You must live in the very western end of Michigan, then. I do. I live in western... I do live in the western end of the UP. I, the closest I'll describe my location that I'm comfortable describing is I'm two hours... I'm a two-hour drive outside of Marquette. Yeah, I've I've never heard of that city before. It's actually the most popular city up in the UP, Michigan. That's yeah. Again, I have again. I obviously don't live in the UP because yeah, because you because you because you know I get cold even though I get cold temperatures too. Oh, you have not seen cold temperatures. <laughs> Let me yeah, tell you that much. <laughs> like, yeah, like winter. Yeah, like cold temperature. There's no cold weather where I lived. It doesn't. Winter doesn't get down. To, winter doesn't get down to only the the high twenties, the thirties, and the forties. Yeah, for quite a long time, we've had temperatures. I remember we've had an entire week that was completely below zero degrees Fahrenheit for a high. It was just brute cold. We've been lucky that our past couple winters for a while have been on the warmer side, but they still get cold. They still get cold. And due to the fact that we are so close to Lake Superior, we just get dumped on in terms of snow. Yeah, that I don't... Yeah, I... Yeah, I've been getting... I have... I I just had sleet on Friday, by the way. Mm. And yet, and snow, and yet now it's perfectly, yet now it's perfectly dry and clear outside, and it's. <laughs> I'm really jealous because we still got snow. It's on the seventy-two. We've had a nice meltdown. It's seventy-two degrees where I live right now. Seventy-two. Yep. What's, What's my temperature? temperature? I, gotta I gotta check. check. Oops. Oh, uh, wrong okay. monitor. Uh. Oh, that's actually not as bad as I was expecting. It's currently like forty-nine degrees. Hmm. That's that's ex yeah. We got it. It was it got up to like fifty-two degrees yesterday. So it's actually yesterday was freezing though. It's fairly was absolutely freezing. So it's fairly. So we're actually not too far off. Yeah, our weather isn't too far off in terms of temperature-wise, and in part that's. Because we're also close to the lake, not only do we get a ton of snow, but it's also, we also get slightly warmer temperatures because we're close to the lake, warm water, such and such like that. Yeah, the, the way it feels yeah. really cold is the wind chills. The wind chills are absolutely, they want to keep you inside. 
there's a lot of, there's a lot of wind chills where I live too in the wind in the winter but how but how but how hot does your average summer get um it kind of depends on which part of my area you live in because where my house is located it'll get maybe as hot as somewhere close to 90 it, it gets per no no 85 85 is about as close as is about as hot as it gets here in the summer the average is but however if you take like a 15 minute drive outside my house to a little east of here actually uh it gets even hotter they're like high 90s that's that's weird it gets so much hot the average the average summer at my where i live is between 75 and 95 degrees wow yeah, how is our weather hotter up here in the in the summer? Yeah, I do. Well, I live. Well, I live. Well, I live further north than you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, then again, I'm thinking like maybe the most extreme temperatures. Yeah. Most of the time, it stays around like higher 70s. Yeah, you know, it stays like that. Yeah, it usually. Yeah, it usually gets up into the 90s where I live, because mm. I definitely live up north. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I live. Yeah, you know I live somewhere, somewhere way up north. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, the weather is not. Weather gets cold up here, but though it's actually been fairly nice today. What are you doing, Dad? Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my room's right above the garage. So. Yeah. I'd, uh, yeah, my room. My room is. Not my room is literally is on the only store is on the first story of my house. Hmm. So it's not so there's nothing below it, nothing above. There's nothing below it. So. Oh, you're in a one-story house. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think there there is an attic, but mm, well, yeah. I can, there, but again, I so. my bedroom is. My house is really. My house is so old that my bedroom used to have a fireplace where my bookshelf is. I noticed, actually. I was looking at the shelf and then I look at the area around him. I just had to get a closer look in. Wait a sec, is that a fireplace? <laughs> it's not a fireplace, but there used to be a fireplace right there. Because the old flooring down here, cold air can still pass up into it. Mm. So. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, I've got a couple other topics I want to quickly go over real quick before signing off and such. Um, so, uh, let me see my notes here. So, obviously, you have a ton of legacy devices, as well as a few newer devices. So, how do you balance your relation, or how do you balance your usage between your legacy and your newer devices and such well i you obviously my newer devices are my main devices my newest devices that i own own a version of are my main devices but my my legacy devices i just use whenever i feel like trying to get a downgrade or something done that's yeah that's how i balance usage mm -hmm. Yeah, for the most part, I've been trying to avoid my legacy devices, and it's because they've gotten older and older at this point. Cause like your iPod Nano. Can I consider the? 
mean, I mean, yeah, the iPad, iPod Nano is technically a legacy device. There's no support for it anymore. It's ten years old now, along with your iPad yeah. four. Huh. And then your iPad yeah. one is your oldest device, being. Or no, your iPad one isn't your oldest device. Your oldest device is your iMac. Yeah, yeah the, that would that crown goes, goes to the iMac. Ah, uh, yeah, my oldest. My oldest Apple device is obviously my iBook G3. Oh yeah, <laughs> iBook G3 clamshell. That that once I get once I get an OS 10 install CD and actually install OS 10 on that, and maybe get a battery replacement for that too. I'm gonna do. Yeah, a, it might not be a bad idea. I'm going to be doing a video about my iBook G3 clamshell. So you can see, so you can see, so everybody can know what they're like. Since I don't do legacy Mac videos most of the time, so it'd be a shock to everybody. Have you tried using uh, Mac OS 9? Yes, I have, but it's just it's just a lot more complex. Really? Yeah. Like it, how? What's what's one of the biggest things that? You've noticed that's different compared to macOS as we know it today. The app, the app layout. I absolutely hate the way you find apps on there. That's why I'm going to try to get macOS 10 running on that thing. Mm. That's one thing I. Even once I figure out where how to find the apps, it's just so. It's just too. It's just not that easy. It's a lot easier than Windows used to be. Because my dad, he used to actually be a computer programmer, and he actually, and back when he was at school, he would, he would do some programming. He taught himself how to code on an IBM computer that his school had. But that summer, he went to work at, at a job where they had Apple computers. And keep in mind, this was back in the Mac in Microsoft DOS days, and he oh, found yeah. the Mac so much easier to use. Yeah, that's a common thing that a lot of people not our age have definitely said <laughs> yeah. about the older systems, so. Yeah, yeah, my grandma, my grandmother has all sorts of obscure old tech around her house, such as VHS players, VHS, VCRs, DVD players, CD cassette players, mm. radios. She even has an old clock radio from the 60s that she oh, was wow. given at her, at her wedding. <laughs> so, but she, that, and she's current, and her current clock radio which she has on her nightstand is, I think, a 90s clock radio, which she mm. still uses for alarms instead of her iPhone. Yeah, I used to have one of those, and then I replaced, I replaced it with uh, my iHome. Alarm clock, speaker, thingy, mobopper, whatever that thing is. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, the clock, yeah, the clock radio, yeah, her clock radio has a built-in, her 90s clock radio has a built-in phone inside of it. Landline really? phone, obviously, but. Oh, that's kind of yes, cool, actually. Yes, my grandmother still uses landlines. There's a lot of people actually out in my area that uses landlines too, and that's just because the service out here is so poor. Yeah, my, yeah, one of my great aunts who lives so, lives lives in a really bad area for cell range. 
It's so bad that she actually had to get a track phone, which tries to get signal from all the companies to just to be able to use cell phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by, by the way... reminded me of something funny. Uh, in the process of looking for an unlimited plan, because my parents are doing research, they were trying to debate, should they stick to AT&T, because that's what we're currently on, or should we go with Verizon, because supposedly their coverage is slightly better. As we went to Verizon, they tried to upsell us on... Or just say, hey, all of our plans include 5G, except the rap was like, even though we don't have a 5G tower. She sounded so annoyed with it. Yeah. And it's because, yeah, it's like they're mandated. It drives me nuts how carriers are heavily advertising this 5G stuff, despite how bad it's not very applicable. I mean, sure, it exists, but it's not very applicable in most situations, if I'm being honest. Yeah, like Jordan Riddles, who, is, who follows me on Twitter, in fact, you've probably seen him reply to my tweets before. He oh, yeah, I've that, seen a lot of retweets that you've done with him, too. Yeah, he does. A, yeah, he has a 12. His main is a 12 mini, and when he finds, when that finds a good 5G tower, he knows is actually faster YouTube loading quality. Faster YouTube loading and better quality. But how stable is that fast loading quality? Actually, he's going to be a guest on my podcast in May, so I I should ask him that. Okay, yeah, that'd be a good question to ask because we need some 5G experience because I can't give any because the closest 5G tower is like a gazillion miles away. <laughs> I have no idea where it even is. I don't even have a... I don't even have a cell tower. I don't even have a cell phone plan. And even if I did, because yeah. because my parents would activate it on five G because their carrier, they, on AT and T, they it would say it, even though my phone is incapable of five G. Guess what it would say? Oh no, that five G E. Yep, it would say. My dad's eight plus actually said that. I went to, when I went on my D.C. trip, I went to the Milwaukee airport and even Washington, D.C. My my iPhone the entire time just kept saying 5GE, 5GE. I'm like, shut up. And the iPhone. It's not 5G. Ian's tech who, who on Twitter a couple of years ago, on, he had, he has a four, he had a four or 4S running iOS 5. But it said that it was connected to 4G. It can. They're too old to connect to 4G. Yeah. I mean, I'm still confused on one thing, especially with this 5GE thing. 5GE is really just rebranded LTE. I don't understand why AT&T does it, but it's really rebranded LTE, if I'm being honest. Actually, some- However, we have an LTE tower, but why does it not say 5GE up here? That's something that I'm curious yeah. It's so ridiculously stupid. Yeah, AT. Yeah, but the iPhone 4. What, what was I going to say? But iClassic, who is a YouTuber who has 60K subscribers despite being on YouTube for only around a year. Oh, gosh. What did he do right that he we did, didn't? He, do, he does videos on old Apple devices, too, and somehow goes viral. I was subscribed to him until he started having sponsors, which annoyed 
which annoyed the crap out of me. Oh yeah, those are annoying to watch. I actually Every did a whole time I watch an LTT video, I get annoyed the second he does a sponsor. Tabby Pears and I did actually do a whole ramble on YouTube sponsors in our last episode. Yeah, I would have missed that because I can't hear a single thing. <laughs> yeah, we actually did a whole ramble about that, but that, but he he's posted on his Twitter that he was able to get LTE on the iPhone 4S, which makes me interest, which seems interesting. Hmm, that is interesting. <laughs> Because I know that it was not that phone that got LTE. Yeah, that's odd. I can't hear you. Did, did I go mute? No, you're just really grainy for me. Hmm. Must be a connection issue. You're coming through crystal clear on my end, so... That's because, well, again, I have Comcast internet, so... <laughs> yeah. It should be. So it should be good, considering... It's cheaper to get Comcast with a cable plan than just Comcast internet alone. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Comcast primarily because of how they treat their customers. Yeah, like my gr my gr when they were doing such crazy price hikes, my grandmother would always have to get on the phone and say, hey, this is, and try to negotiate with them just to get it down. There's only one way you can actually get that to work successfully. You have to tell them, okay, I'm canceling my service. We're going to leave and go somewhere else. And that is the only time they will actually even bargain with you on trying to... They don't want you to leave. They'll only lower their prices if you decide to leave them. My gra And my grandmother's neighbor, too, had Comcast phone. That was so terrible. She tried switching Comcast. She got new phones and everything, and yet it still wouldn't work. So, yeah. And my and back when my grandfather was still alive, because they're all the only choices where my grandmother lives are Comcast or dial-up. Ooh, dial-up's not good. And so, and my grandfather hated Comcast so much that back when he they was, stuck with dial-up. Yep. Until, oh, wow. until like 10 years ago when my grandmother finally decided to switch. Wow. That's how bad. And yeah, I wouldn't... You know, sometimes... And you know sometimes that I do actually film videos at my grandmother's house. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Yeah, I do sometimes film at my grandmother's house. And yet that... Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to upload them at my grandmother's house like I did. Like I normally do, if I would I would have had if I were if I were in that same boat ten years ago, or no, actually probably around more like fifteen years ago, <laughs> I would have probably had to have gotten a new. I would have probably had to have wait waited until I got home. Yeah, yeah I. I my internet here is still not fast enough to actually upload a a YouTube video and. Not only when, not only is it not fast at uploading a video, it takes longer in general, but it actually also sucks all of our internet bandwidth. So that means we can't even stream anything on the TV. All of our internet is gone every single time I upload a video. So because of that, I've essentially given up on doing that here. And thank God, due to where I work, I have access to fiber optic internet. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I. Yeah, my. 
Yeah, back the primary when I reason why I devices. keep this dongle around with me. Back when I had lower spec devices to upload YouTube video videos with, actually, it took up so much internet bandwidth that that used to be the case, that there was no stream, that when I was uploading a video, none of my family members were allowed to stream anything or do anything internet intensive like that. Yeah, yeah we're still having issues like that. Download is... We can download multiple streams, and finally, I think our internet has actually gotten good enough. I can play back 4K YouTube videos. Yeah, I. My air, yeah, my internet. Of course, I can do that without. At my house and my grandmother's house, I can do 4K. I can watch 4K YouTube on my MacBook without any trouble. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that it actually gives a 4K option because technically, the resolutions on our MacBook displays aren't even 4K. Like, mine's at 3.5K, and yours is a little less than that, I think. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, I do have, yeah, I found 4, 4K video on my MacBook Pro looks amazing, though. It does. It really does. Yeah, so I guess it somehow figures out how to hack the display. <laughs> it must. Yeah YouTube, yeah, YouTube has gotten smart about that, but, yeah, I haven't... Yeah, my my internet used to be so bad in my room. My internet isn't the greatest in my room, but it's still okay. But it's still okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, so far we were able to have a successful FaceTime call on here. Yeah, well, again, we can't have a Google Face Hangouts call because remember that? I don't know what happened that one time. Remember it was that so Google bad. Hangouts call? Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, it wasn't. And we even tried Google Meet, the newest standard that the newest video conferencing app Google has right now. And even that was just as reliable as Google Hangouts. And what sucks is that Google has had numerous. Google has too many apps to do the same exact things. And they're all just as good as. Well, they're all similar in terms of performance and reliability. No wonder why none of those apps have caught on. Maybe it's because they don't actually know why they haven't caught on. It's because they don't work like they should. Yeah, the pro Yeah, and of course Google doesn't exactly have a great reputation of privacy either. Yeah, there's that. And because well, then again, they also don't have a good reputation with actually fixing things. Yeah, hint, my hint, pixel. My dad my dad hates Google so much because of the people that run it. Yeah, that company is such a nightmare. That's one of, one of the reasons why I left Android as well. Yeah, yeah, but Google, yeah, do, yeah, Google has a lot of problems, particularly with racism, which I'm not going to get into because that might be controversial. Yeah, I have a lot of controversial. I actually have a lot of controversial opinions on so many topics, except. Because I don't want YouTube to instantly cancel me, I can't talk about it. Yeah, there's yeah there. Yeah, uh, YouTube, Google, Google, and of course, tab. I mentioned this on my own podcast, but Go since Google bought Garmin and Fitbit, if you wear their health devices, they will actually sell all your health data with your name on it, and they'll sell it to insurance companies to basically deny you health insurance. Oh, that's not right. Yep. We should be using things... I mean, even if you, if you want to give up your data and such like that, 
It should at least be going towards a good cause. This is not going towards a good cause. No, it's technically illegal also. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, they, Google Google does that. I there there's actual proof of that. That is just so messed up. I I want to pers I'm going into this like I did last time with the vlog. I want to believe most people in the world are good. But just seeing all these instances and all these different stories of all these mishaps and mistreatments and such, it's really hard to believe that today, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that's... Uh, again, you just hear about more often. And that is true. Negative stories, we hear about those more often because, well, negative headlines, well, they generate more views than positive ones. Yeah, like for... Yeah, yeah, like negative... So... Yeah, like, for example, that eight cents a mile driving tax that they were going to try to introduce, that w that generated a lot of frustration. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I want to believe most people are good, and I know the media is not helping with this, but even in my community today, I just see a lot of instances of this as well. It's really hard to believe that. Yeah, yeah like, for example, I actually got... For example, I just got a spam text message and FaceTime call at one thirty. I saw that tweet. Yeah, from a Michael Mike somebody, and it was obviously not a real email address. It it obviously was not an email address of somebody who spoke English well. Yeah, I mean, you saw that one tweet that where I I tweeted that one email I got. <laughs> Something about a relative of mine has died Craig and Day I've been Wolf. left. I know they they tried to leverage my last name. Craig Daywolf. Yeah. Do you still have? Yeah. When is Craig Daywolf's funeral? By the way, I actually don't know if I still have the email. I think I might have deleted it. Yeah, but do, because do you still I mean, have why to go keep Craig Daywolf's Day funeral though? I think they got the wrong one because. As you know, the way I spell my last name, Daywolf, it's capital D, lowercase c, capital W, and then O-L-F. <laughs> but the way they spelt it, they didn't capitalize the W, and that's a difference. That makes a difference. Yeah, but you still, but you're still a descendant of Craig Daywolf, though, so you have <laughs> must, to go to his funeral. What the heck? What's going on? I got 1,716 emails in... Wow! How, what the... How They're all junk mail. And this is in a period of... Three hours? My dad once had like eight to 9,000 spam emails at once in his... in his inbox. Wow. Yeah, my Gmail must have been hacked or something. Or maybe not hacked, but sold to or something. Have you ever actually had your email hacked before? Nope. Mm, I've had that experience. I've had someone in California hack my email and use it to apply for colleges. How the Which I'm not too sure why. I'm not entirely sure. Because it's not... At the time when I was hacked, I was a freshman in high school. 
Yeah, I wonder why they would have done that, because it's not like it would be that bad. I'm guessing they'd want to call... I'm guessing they might have... I'm guessing they want, might have wanted it to be associated with you if they got into trouble or something. That's my guess, though, thank goodness, despite... Oh, God, I really hate our school system's tech, tech support. It's called REMSI. They manage all of the tech and networking stuff at the schools, and they do such a terrible job doing it, but thank God they actually managed to get to it right away the second I walked into the IT room. and I just walked into the IT room and said, Hey, something on my email does not look right. Can you please inspect it? Yeah, how to... Yeah, I almost got my YouTube channel hacked by somebody in India. Yeah. Again, I, I want to believe most people are good, but it's not helping that we're seeing this happen to us all the time. Yeah, and I got, and I, and yet I'm get, and yet I'm actually getting her, and yet I'm getting harassed by a former subscriber of mine who, who just who was be who was just being so irritating. I blocked him, so where now he's literally harassing me on my YouTube channel. Mm. You can block people from commenting I know. on YouTube. Yeah, I've done. He just creates new accounts. Oh yeah, then there's that. Oh, that sucks. And then, and then Google really needs to add like a feature to block an entire email. And oh wait, then he's just gonna create more emails. And yeah, they should have. They should make a block by IP feature. You know what? That's a that would be a more useful tool because most of the time we don't usually use like a gazillion different devices. Yeah, he also ha. Yeah, he also ha. He's also gotten. I think he's also gotten a hold of me by iMessage before too, and he created a fake account called the. I think he might have created a fake account called the Jewish Hacker, which is clear in the profile picture is clearly a screenshot, which makes me think that might be him doing that. Hmm. That's not too unreasonable to assume, actually. Yeah. So I think I'm getting. So I'm yeah. getting free. So I am definitely getting. So I, which is kind of sad to see because I don't like to get har harassed. And yet yeah. By what you should be doing it, is reporting that to the police. I could. T I well, I could mention it to the police, but he's not doing anything illegal technically. So he's not doing technically anything against the law, so there's nothing the cops can do about that. I suppose so, but... We'll be ready to contact the police when necessary, because... Who knows, it could happen at some point. What could happen? Yeah, it's really sad that there's just people that do this stuff. Yeah, they could... So... Yeah, and Tabby Pears actually once mentioned this in our first podcast episode where he had to wear his family when they're whenever they try to watch television because they have Comcast phone and TV. They tried to what they there was this kid that that just kept calling them and trying to and swearing at them and such. Oh yeah, I remember that story. Yeah. Have you ever had anything like that? I've had something similar happen to me with my phone number. Just some person kept calling like a gazillion times. I finally figured out how to block the number. Yeah. Was it? What were they doing? I don't know. Uh, to all, to my knowledge, it was like 
It sounded like an eight-year-old kid just being dumb. Because I decided, you know what? I'm just going to answer the phone once and see what happens. And it was just an eight-year-old kid who must have gotten a hold of their parents' phone somehow and just randomly decided to dial my number of all numbers. I mean, okay, it's easy to memorize because it's a simple number, but still, why that number in particular? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I've never had, yeah, but that, yeah, and obviously, and my dad around a year ago got a spam call that said he would be arrested if he didn't answer. Yeah, I got the same thing. You will be I've arrested. I've gotten the same thing before. And of course they have the, those IRS calls that say, you, you, we are called, you pay us $10,000 an hour, you're going to go to jail. Yep, gotten those too. And and what's funny is that it's actually illegal for the IRS to call people like that. Yeah, they communicate via snail mail. And they're and it's not just that either, but they're supposed to and it's in the social security agencies. Yeah. It's it's nuts what people are willing to do just to harm other people. They go out of their way just to harm other people that have done absolutely nothing to them. Yeah, like for example, <laughs> I've done, like for example, I can get why the Epic Game, Gamer Boy, as he likes to nickname his channel, I can get why he's harassing me because I blocked him, but he was being way too irritating and his content was so low quality that I just had to, that I just blocked him. So, there there was an actual reason, but there's not but there sometimes isn't always actual reasons. Mm -hmm. Like for, like the, like that eight cents a mile bill, for example. They clearly did not want people to. They clearly didn't want pe people to just be like, oh, this is gonna be good. Like <laughs> an eight cents a mile tax. Come on. The, yeah. Do you do you? So even if you did get an electric car, oops. It's still you're not going to be saving that much, which might yeah. be <laughs> that might actually be why they could have started rising gas prices like crazy. Well, there's a bunch of reasons why gas prices have risen. I mean, I've mentioned this in my video on the drive. I mean, there's one detail that I've also left out that I've discovered, um, and it's I don't like talking about this because it's mentioning the war and such, but. Yeah. Do you know where, when they shut down the pipelines, do you know where we were getting most of our oil from? Russia or the Ukraine? Yeah, it was Russia. I, I didn't want to mention that because I didn't do my research that thoroughly in terms of what we did afterwards. I just knew what we were doing before. But I've heard something like that. I just didn't want to state something like that because I've made... Uh, I thought I was correct on one fact before in a video, except I was not, and because I was not correct on that one fact, and I'll admit I was wrong, I don't remember what it was, but I mean, just point out, hey, you're not, hey, you messed up this one fact, and okay, I'll say my apologies, I'm sorry, and I'll state in the comments, I'm sorry I got this fact wrong. Except what happened was they basically left this long rant on saying, I'm a stupid idiot and such, and then got a whole bunch of friends to dislike bomb that video. Yeah, that. 
Yeah, that's Despite that, it generated a thousand views in one day. It also generated like a thousand dislikes as well. Yeah, what video? So I got rid of that video. Yeah, what video was that actually? I think it was the Ford Mustang Mach E. I I wouldn't have remembered that because I I didn't discover your channel until April. Yeah, I think I actually took it down at that time. Yeah, because. I didn't take yeah, cause I didn't discuss, cause I I discovered your channel when I was searching up Apple collection videos, but I didn't know mm -hmm. you had a whole network at first. I just thought that was your one and only channel. Well, what do you know? It's a good thing I created a network with other content, so I can pull view other viewers to. Well, sure, they might like that content, but maybe they like some other content I make as well. Yeah, in May. Yeah, I know. By early May, I discovered I had discovered your whole network. And something interesting is that I was plan is one of my plan is one of my plans was actually when I was redoing my room was to actually put my desk and and, and arrange it like this with the wall facing out of the desk with the desk facing. Oh yeah, kind of like how I do it. Yeah, I actually yeah, like thought how about I do doing it. that, but I decided to have a similar setup to to you, but I did. But because my room is not as big as yours, I decided not to do that. Yeah, I've got so much space that I've had a lot of plans on what I can actually do with that space. Like, I want to make a dedicated table and a nice filming set, like just for A roll shots and B roll as well, instead of, well, also on my messy desk. And then the desk I'm currently at here, I'll use for like, um, Maybe streaming and then editing my videos and actually doing the actual work on the footage. Yeah. And then my music set, um, I'll use for making music. And actually, I think I would rather do my podcasting there too because, I mean, my MacBook's microphones are really good because that's what I use for recording this podcast. But I have a nice dedicated mic as well that I really want to take advantage of at some point. Yeah. Bye. By the way, do I need to be recording too? Because I have the. Uh, yeah, and that's because the way I'm hearing you is through earbuds, and those are not being recorded. So. Yeah. The. Yeah. What? Do you have any other topics? Um. I suppose we have one, but I just gotta figure out how to question it to make the content more interesting. So, oops, that's the wrong window. Uh, let's minimize that. Uh, let's click that one. Let's just say MacBooks have definitely changed compared to our older unibody ones to, well, your 16-inch and my 16-inch we have today. <laughs> so in that, there's been a lot of controversial changes that have gotten into where it is, and. You know what? I think I'll actually pull up that comment. I saw a comment that I found quite hilarious on my Unibody MacBook Pro review. And just by reading it, I could definitely tell that he did not get the point of that entire video I was making and my biggest criticism. But he's saying something that just made me realize how much the MacBook has really changed over the course of the years. All right, comments. I'll get the screen pulled up to oh, oh, nope. uh, let's click on this one 
pull this up so YouTube can see it. Oh. Um, and I'll flip the screen so you can see it actually. Is it this one? Oh no, that's a portrait to the landscape. Let's see. So it still does not want to do screen sharing. That is just so weird how it doesn't want to do that. Yeah, it doesn't, because now I'm obviously using a Mac running macOS Monterey. Yeah, and, and screen sharing should actually be working through that. Hmm. What was the comment? That's weird. Oh, well. Yeah, I'll just read it anyway. So um, the comment is um, from Spatial Zebra. First comment, well, first part of the comment is, you actually don't really have any knowledge. Basically trying to say, I'm stupid. <laughs> All right, here's the rest. Um, I have one, and mine is perfect as a daily driver. I think both you and I can agree that it is not a perfect daily driver. Yeah. Okay. Why? SSD, Catalina Patcher, new thermal place, clean cooler, and good battery condition. And he's not wrong on some of them. Like SSD, yeah, it helps. You've mentioned this like a gazillion times. <laughs> I've never mentioned. I've never mentioned before that an SSD will help. Yeah. I've never done that um, before. New thermal paste. That might actually explain why that thing was running so hot. Because it ran ridiculously hot, but. Yeah, so new thermal paste, he's got a point there. Clean cooler, I did clean the coolers when I opened it up to pull my hard drive out so I could use it. Um, good battery condition, yeah, just buy new battery. He is technically wrong on this one though, Catalina Patcher. And it's because I have actually tried the Catalina Patcher and I lost my video editor. Yeah. I could not edit videos. And that's because the display window that actually displays the window, the, not the window, the video, that window was just completely black. Like it wasn't displaying anything. I could not even get it to display a preview of the footage I wanted to edit. So it, it just broke my entire editor. And obviously I need that to work if I'm going to make YouTube videos. So no, Catalina Patcher is not it's not a good thing. That's why I've actually. That's why I'm only going to plan on upgrading my 2009 MacBook to the highest macOS can officially run, which is El Capitan, and my 2010 yeah. MacBook Pro. That's why I haven't updated. That's why it's only running High Sierra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I left it on that. My iMac is a different story, but that's because I wanted to get it to at least run some usable software like I can still technically use pages numbers and keynote I have an older version of iMovie that I basically copy and pasted from my MacBook at the time in order to get it to work if I update iMovie on the iMac it's dead so that's why I updated it to Catalina that's because my high Sierra install actually failed for some reason so I updated to Catalina instead um, so yeah Oh, he also comments, and I've never... Did I mention it? Oh, I probably did, because I hate Windows 10 so much. He says, Windows 10 is fine. <laughs> Dude, you made me laugh so hard every time I read that. My dad hates and Windows, Windows 11 too, when set up nicely. Again, knowledge. No, 
experience has taught me Windows 10 is trash. Use your knowledge <laughs> to figure that out. That, it doesn't take that much knowledge. You might have noticed, if you looked at my channel and checked out some other videos I made, I made an entire rant on Windows 10 and why it is bad. Yeah, like, I hate Windows 10, my dad hates Windows 10, you hate Windows See? 10, obviously, and Tabby Pears, my co-host, doesn't like Windows 10 either. So, you want to say I don't have any knowledge? Hmm, Spatial Zebra, I... Who really doesn't have any knowledge? <laughs> I don't want to be mean like that, but... You're accusing me of being stupid, so... Yeah, if anybody accused me of being stupid in the comments, the, in my comments, then I would be like, I'm not stupid, just check out my other videos. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is they don't have a lot of context. I didn't explain why I hated Windows 10, because I made a dedicated video for that already. But they did not check that out and didn't have get the context they needed. Or anywho, um, I had MagSafe cables ripped. We probably all have at some point. Repaired with a soldering iron and electrical tape. <laughs> Who can solder? Most people can't solder. That is true. Most people don't actually know how to solder. <laughs> electrical tape. You can't fix a ripped cable with electrical tape if the cable, the metal contacts aren't touching each other. You <laughs> can't. Actually, That's why you have to solder it, and again, nope, not many people know how to solder. There is actually, there is actually a YouTuber who was able to fix his iPad 1 via his iPad, he had a, the same battery issue that you have with your iPad 1, but he was able to open it up and charge the battery directly inside, and it was able to actually revive the iPad that way. So you should actually, hmm. so you could actually try doing that. You just have to be willing to sacrifice one of your cables. All right, well, let me finish this comment here because we're not done yet. Display isn't great, but usable. Okay, sure, you can actually see the operating system function, but I mean, what do you think the display of the Unibody MacBook Pro is good? It's not good resolution-wise, but the size-wise, depending on what size you had, is good because I obviously don't have the same issue of 13-inch screens that you do. Yeah, my, I mean, again, he needs context for that. And actually, I think in this video, I should have done a good job explaining that I'm a, I care about having a big display. <laughs> yeah, because so, I don't, I don't. Yeah, because I'm not one of those people who cares about having a big display. Yeah, and I know there are people that don't care about it, but I am one of those people that do. Because so, I grew up with uh, iPads yeah. my whole life. Alright, he also mentions the bezels. You're way too choosy. It This just doesn't matter. Well, actually it does, if I'm being honest, and here's why. You got this, you already got this small laptop, but then you feel even more crammed when your workspace is being taken up by bigger bezels. Yeah. I do, um, to be honest, I do think you, in your last podcast episode, when you stay, when, when you were mad that Apple discontinued the 27-inch iMac, I do think that you were a little bit unflexible, because I still think you should, could have easily just bought a used 27-inch iMac, or just gone with a 24-inch iMac. Yeah. Honestly, I probably wouldn't mind getting a 27-inch iMac, and the reason for that is in the winter time. I've noticed something about my MacBook Pro that 
makes me actually miss my 13 inch a little bit and let me just say having even though yeah it can overheat when you export a video it was a really nice thermal blanket when it was cold yeah that's one yeah my mac pro well you don't have to work again we could exchange mac pros but because my mac pro is plenty hot right now oh yeah yeah, it's not nice for the summer, but in the winter time when my house gets cold, that is one thing that I do actually miss a little bit. <laughs> but my computer, but again it gets, but again, and it even gets colder in my, where I live, because winters are on average between 25 to 45 degrees. That's way and mine, colder. My winters are colder too, so. Yeah, and of course yeah. my, and so I definitely do not live further south than you do. Yeah. All right. So I uh, let me try to finish up the comment here. So he then goes on to ports. Firewire is useless. Let's be real. It actually is. I'm not going to dock him there. But it being there is not a problem. Well, <laughs> you have this useless thing here. I know. If you can't use it, then why bother putting it there? Okay, anywho, uh, USBs are too close to each other, I agree. That is a legitimate issue. That that was a very bad design flaw that I discovered. I can predict where this comment is going. Yeah, that, that is, I do agree with them. The USBs were way too close to each other. And they're also 2.0. Well, that was actually, wasn't that actually the latest generation of USB back then? Yeah. So, yeah, he then goes to say they're also 2.0, which is a problem for somebody like me, but I just get used to it. <laughs> There's a big difference between a couple hundred megabytes and five gigabytes. <laughs> you just get used to it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my flash drive doesn't even work with most of my old computers because it's USB 3.0. Yeah. All right, um... All right, uh, next paragraph. New Macs with M1 are terrible. I highly beg to disagree. <laughs> I know. What? I mean, they feel good. The performance is quite insane, but the SSD has weird hidden encrypted volumes paired with, to the firmware. He's basically going on to say if the SSD fails, you're essentially losing all your data. And that is something that is true. He's not wrong about that. But I care about having a computer with a big screen and actually very good performance compared to, oh, just having a janky setup with something that barely even works and barely gets me by. Yeah, because my 2010's MacBook Pro's hard drive completely died. Yeah, the, my, my, the hard drive on my 2011 is going to go at some point. I just know it. Yeah, because my 2010 models, it wasn't even showing any signs of it, and yet it just went... And though it was getting slower, though I thought that was just the battery, but nope, it turns out that that was very wrong. Mm -hmm. And then the battery, and then the battery completely went out on it, which I wasn't too surprised because it was very bad when I was using it as my main computer. Yeah. All right, and the last part of this comment. So here, Apple is limiting the lifespan of the machines drastically on purpose, and there is no performance advantage in doing this. Well, actually, due to the way that they've 
like the biggest example I can think of is due to the way that they've actually basically unified the memory architecture integrated with the CPU and the GPU, that actually does have performance benefits that you cannot gain on the PC architecture. Yeah. Yeah, that, there is an advantage to doing that. Yeah, there... Yeah, and obviously I do still kind of wish this was was an Apple Silicon Mac, but I get. But one thing, but like, does computers just get too old to be used? Because my yeah, that's the thing that, that I, I mean, this is one thing that I don't think many people do a good job of explaining. Everyone's like, well, sure, yeah, the product is eventually going to be unusable at some point. But I think people don't really have a general good idea on when that point is actually going to happen. Yeah, because my Windows 7 desktop from 2011, it, uh, uh, do you know how bad, do you know, let's say I tried to use that as my main computer. It, first of all, the Wi-Fi is completely dead on it, so I had to actually get a external Wi-Fi adapter because it won't work with modern Wi-Fi. Uh, don't forget the fact that the graphics are dying on it, and the hard drive, the hard drive is dying on it, and the speakers are becoming distorted. Because one way that you can mm -hmm. actually tell is in my downgrade tutorials when I obviously have to approve all the programs. You can tell there's a big deal. You can tell the speakers are distor distorted, but also how the screen goes blank for a minute. And then suddenly comes up, but there's also unex lots of unexpected shutdowns with it too, which obviously isn't a battery-related problem because it's a desktop. I mean, that I think yeah. my Windows Seven desktop is on its way out, which is kind of sad because it was my first ever Windows computer. That mm -hmm. it used to be my family's computer before it became mine. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was just something, something funny, funny I thought, and. and it does point out, and I can understand why, yes, some people want to use the older stuff, and in many cases, the older stuff might just work just fine. Like, if you do pages, documents, and basic stuff like that, sure, it's usable. But, and this is one thing that I like to emphasize as something I value. I like being on the latest versions of a lot of stuff, and the reason for that is because they introduce new standards that are obviously intended to be better than the previous ones. That, again, you know, I think, again, with Macs, I do agree, but you know what I think with iOS, updating my iOS devices, because... Yeah, I, I know you have other opinions on such like that. I know, because you know how I love to update all my devices and how I never want to downgrade anything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course we all know. <laughs> I don't downgrade any of my devices. I just upgrade them. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. I think that's very big fib because I do downgrade. Because as I stated, I downgraded my 2G to iOS 1, 3G to iOS 2, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean... It's not a good idea to ditch legacy standards, like, right away, but what, something odd that I notice about a lot of these commenters is it's as if they swear by them, and it's kind of the same case with our USB versus USB-C. 
I know. Both like, of us know which one is the superior port. Yeah. USB C is the superior standard. Like my mom, my mom, <clears throat> like my mom and my foot and her friend that I mentioned earlier who switched to a Samsung. She, they both were like, well, it's unfair how Apple doesn't provide USB A ports anymore. Well, USB C is the superior standard. People yeah, just don't they're understand. going to offer the best technologies that are available. I mean, at the time, a lot of those technologies that those MacBooks had, that was the best they had available at the time. Times have changed dramatically. <clears throat> yeah, so now mm -hmm. it's better. Yeah, USB. The, a lot of these arguments on people saying we need these older standards like that, they're the superior thing. Well, here's the thing no, they're not. USB-C has proven, first of all, we can get higher transfer speeds out of USB-C than we can type A. Yeah, so I don't understand. So at this point, I don't really understand. But you know what stand, older standard I wish would actually come back? Actually, no, I don't. Which older standard would you like to make a return? 30 pin. Haha. <laughs> no, I do not want to come back. Oh, jeez. I, yeah. want, I want the headphone jack back. Because the problem is that Apple's still offering it on their Macs and their iPod Touches, but not most of the, their iPhones or I, most of their iPads. Which, I mean, I can get your point on how, yeah, they're offering it on some products but not the others, but I think that's because, first of all, Apple needs to get rid of the iPod. I, its time is done. Yeah, it's I, no longer I want the iPod Touch. Society. I think the iPod Touch was the worst ever invention. Yeah, yeah. and you know how it, it's way too close to an iPhone. I mean, it's basically an iPhone without a cellular plan and a phone number. That's all it is. And even then, you can still use Google Voice and stuff. Yeah, there's no point to having an iPod, especially in today's day and age. So yeah, the iPod needs to go. But yeah. the reason why, and I've made this clear how, I mean, I'm using my wired earbuds especially right now, but I make, I prefer actually going wireless on most occasions, and that's because I really do not like having these things getting in a knot and such, and sure, you can lose earbuds that aren't connected to anything much easier, but still, it's more convenient just to take it out of its case than having to spend a decent minutes just untangling your cables and such but the reason why I still think it should be present on our Macs especially I mean actually Dell got rid of the headphone jack on one of their laptops <laughs> so but anywho uh, yeah the reason why I say it should be still present on our Macs is for people editing audio this is a actual fact when editing audio, you need a direct physical connection because one of the things, especially when it comes to beat synchronization, something that I do a lot with my making my music videos, latency is your worst enemy. But when you're just listening to it casually, like we do on an iPhone or in most cases an iPad, but I can see why you might want to have a headphone jack on an iPad at least. Because you can actually do decent GarageBand stuff on that. But with an iPhone, most of the time you're casually just listening to music. And, well, what's what's latency going to affect? Yeah, I know. I, I know, but they're... 
One of my reasoning is because you still and Bluetooth is not perfect with connections, whereas with the headphones. Yeah, third-party headphones. I mean, we use AirPods. Both of us use AirPods, and I guess this does actually cause me to forget about how most Bluetooth headphones behave. Something I should admit, but yeah, you're right. Blue pairing and unpairing, switching devices with well. Basically not AirPods. Even I can AirPods, see why that is a bit frustrating. AirPods Pro give me that issue too. Really? Yeah. I mean, my AirPods Pro have been able to switch back and forth between my iPhone and my Mac most of the time successful, but even then, all I basically do is I just swipe to my select which speakers in my volume controls or my media controls and they just show up as a regular op just they show up like an integrated speaker basically all the time yeah one the one irritating thing again part of my issues could be is that my ipad is still running ipad is running such an early build of ios ipad os 13 before airpods pro came out and it won't take advantage of those features you have to use it like you're pairing them to an Android device, essentially. Yeah, well, you can still use some features, but, like, noise cancellation does actually work, surprisingly. Oh, yeah, those are features that are integrated into the... Yeah, I could use those things with my iMac if I wanted to. Yeah, well, your iMac... And I can still get noise cancellation and transparency to Your iMac is actually running Catalina, so it should be able to know that stuff. It doesn't. It doesn't do the automatic switching like my MacBook and my iPhone do, actually. Yeah, so that's in here. But the headphone jack is so just so instantaneous, and you can plug a headphone jack into anything. A headphones into headphone jack stuff into anything. So it was so much per. So now it's just so a little more complex and. A similar thing has happened with the television industry and movie industry because 10 years, 20 years ago, all you had to do was just get one cable subscription. That was it, and you would get access to everything. And now we got all these different... I mean, technically cable is still around. It's just, well... Obsolete. Not as... Yeah, it's kind of obsolete considering your streaming services. So yeah, actually, you know what? Thank you for bringing that up because I often forget a lot of the downsides to the Bluetooth earbuds just because, well, Apple, they make things work so seamless you forget what the downsides are. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you mentioned you're going to have to go at 3, is it your time? Uh, 3, th three thirty. Oh. Ooh, I'll need to. I'll need to. I'll need to. Yeah, we'll be, have to begin wrapping up soon because I'll have to All eat right. lunch. All right. Um, yeah, actually, actually speaking of movies, uh, I don't know. This podcast is supposed to be a podcast of we talk about whatever, basically. Movies. <laughs> Just something I thought about. Um, we tried to talk about this the first time we recorded using Google Hangouts as our chat, except uh, that didn't go well. Sing 2. <laughs> I never saw that movie. Yeah. It's, it's actually available on Apple TV for purchase. Yeah, I know. I know. I know it's available everywhere now, but I just have, haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's good. Yeah, one of my... It is. It's really good. Not my favorite music, but then again, that's just because I have a weird taste in music. 
Yeah. Yeah, the original Sing movie was amazing. Oh, oh I loved that. I watched that movie like a million times. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I really Yeah, but like with the Yeah, like nowadays when you go when you see an ad like, "Ooh, I want to see that TV show." Nope, you can't. Mm-hmm. You have to and they I actually did talk about and I tw- retweeted an article, but you do, have you ever heard of Dancing with the Stars before? I have, but I don't know what it's about. It's basically a show. It's basically a show. It was on ABC for quite a while, but it was basically a show where they, where famous people would compete against dancing, compete to see who which famous person was the better dancer, and they'd be trained by pro dancers. Wow, that's basically what it was about. But they moved moved it from ABC to Disney Plus. So that means that, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Which means that now, unless you have, which just goes to show you that you have to have all these different streaming services and such to, yeah. to watch to watch what you want. I mean, there are some movies that are just so big that they make it onto more than one streaming service, but that's not common. Yeah, yeah, it's not that common anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, because different mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah, because it's like it's like every but different distributors are trying to compete so hard, and yet they're just fail, and yet they're just kind of making it too expensive. Yeah. yeah. Because ten years ago, if you wanted to watch all the current television shows, Netflix, no streaming services had originals ten years ago. So you would just get Hulu subscription, and that would be all. Yeah, a Hulu or a Netflix subscription or something like yeah. that. And yeah, it had pretty much every bit of content. But now they're all just fight o- fighting over originals and whatnot. So yeah, it's become annoying. I mean, Netflix has been the most successful at it. We all know because they're. I think it's safe to say they have close to the highest market share in terms of that considering how they still constantly raise their prices on us. Yeah, that's And your... they have a lot of original content that a lot of people have enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, so Netflix... Disney Plus is good too. Disney Plus is pretty successful... I cannot English. Pretty successful considering, well... How many movies are made by Disney? <laughs> a lot. Yeah, they make so much. And not only do they just make so many movies, they make so many good movies too. Yeah, because there's there's a bee in my room, but luckily my cats are going to get it. Ah, oh, I hate bees. I'd be running all over this room if I discovered there was one here right now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm quite afraid of bees too. I'm just in a podcast, so I'm trying yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so, yeah, I'm. Lo- yeah, my cats are trying to get it, but that's a, that's a major problem because l- now streaming services are fighting for originals because they're because you see a show and you're like, oh, I want to watch that. No, I can't. Mm-hmm. Because you have to have this one subscription service, and it's kind of the reason why I'm still paying for Apple TV Plus. <laughs> yeah, they just got me hooked with Wolfwalkers. It's such a good movie. Yeah, that. Yeah, and I've. 
Yeah, and they have some other good content too, like Ted Lasso I've seen, which is pretty good. I haven't watched it, and it's primarily because I don't really understand that type of comedy. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. At least from what I saw in the trailers, I I just didn't really understand I, his comedy. Yeah, I. It's not the fun. Yeah, it's the. Yeah, I don't understand it quite much either, but it's decent. Yeah, I hear many people say Ted Lasso is good. Yeah, I hear. Yeah, again, you hear people say the best shows are always. Again, with the most successful TV shows, it's either you like it or you don't. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you still haven't seen Sing 2 yet? Nope. Hmm. Yeah, I already purchased it for my little sister to watch, actually. Yeah, that... Yeah, it would be worthy of it. Like, The Big Bang Theory was pretty successful back in its heyday around 10 years ago, and... Most of my family really likes it, but I don't don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's some shows, especially on today's cable TV, like the Disney Channel they have, yeah. just the regular Disney Channel. I, I don't really get into the shows they have. They, I don't... Yeah, I didn't... Even back when I was a little kid, I still usually watched, like... I usually went to Nickelodeon. Yeah, I went for more of a cartoon stuff. I went for Nickel... I went to... Yeah, I usually went to Nickelodeon when I was little. Just because they had better content. Yep. yep. And I still think that Nickelodeon... And even now, I still think... And even now, I still think Nickelodeon... Because I unfortunately have to suffer through this at my dentist. Even now, I still think that Nintendo... Nickelodeon has some more more superior content for children. Oh yeah. But obviously cable even just Hollywood in general is just dying. Yeah, I mean most of it the way movies are distributed, well now they just send them off to I mean maybe the local theaters first and then I mean even most of the movie industry, they've been switching to a premiere system where they just premiere on the streaming sites. Yeah, I know. In our streaming services. And even then, I still think that Hall, I still think that Hollywood isn't going to succeed in the streaming industry because I just think that nowadays people can make entertainment from their own bedrooms. Yeah, own. I mean, look what we're doing. We are. We're, we're entertaining, entertaining ourselves and other people at the same time. Yeah, and we don't have, and yet we don't have all these crazy high standards and fine-tuning ch- tricks, or crazy high budgets and fancy, expensive cars or phones. Or I mean, sure, we have expensive phones, but we don't have these crazy expensive cars or cool editors with these motion effects and such I'm like sure that. We don't have this cool stuff. I, I would assume that most uh, movie and TV show editors would use Final Cut Pro. I'd actually think they, uh, in terms of the movie industry, after trying it out, I would think that actually most of the movie industry uses Premiere. Adobe Premiere. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just so... Yeah, because they... I still, I still get irritated how Hollywood thinks that they still have to use these crazy high-end budget cam, crazy high-end cameras to film. 
when phone yeah. cameras are just as good. Yeah. That's one of the re And that's one and another issue of this is mostly relates to TV shows, but if you take a look at one genre of a TV show, you'll find the same storylines in the current one that you did compared to one like even as high way back in the as the fifties. Yeah. I mean, I've even noticed a lot of TV shows, especially like reality TV shows, yeah. they have, the storylines yeah. aren't new. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Like, I can frequently, like, every time I see a storyline in a TV show, I can usually say, "Oh, I reckon, oh, that's from another TV show." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just every time, time I watch them, like, this, this seems so familiar. It's as, as if I've heard of this before. Yeah, I've heard. So, so something I'd like to do. In the future, just one of my goals, I would actually like to try to make one of those extremely high budget, big production films myself. I'd like to try it out myself someday. Maybe not do it for a living, but yeah, that, yeah, but that'd be cr Yeah, but the industry and another yeah, that industry is dying. I mean, I'll say Mr. Beast kind of brought it back for a little bit with his Squid Game. Yeah. He did so, yeah. He did do it, but with that, but that, but overall, it's just dying because they have too. It's too high budget. It's too, it's too high budget when you can make stuff for just as good. Mm -hmm. Hollywood at this point has pretty much become a joke, a, an old people thing. Essentially, because most, most of the stories were running out of stories, stories though. They have to use I'm excited for a movie that's kind of reusing a story, but making a few twists on it that is actually catching my interest. And yeah, like they do, they do a similar thing with TV shows too, which is irritating because yeah, because it makes it makes it so TV shows so predictable that you're like, I'm clicking off, which is now what's yeah. happening. Yeah, compared to YouTube videos, I mean, I've noticed just. Most of the time, especially when I'm watching a high production movie, be it, it it just came out or it came out a few years ago or something like that, most of the time I can make pretty good predictions and figure out what's going to happen at the end. Yeah. Like Versus YouTube videos, you can't. most of the time we don't know what to expect every single time because there's so much more room for original ideas. There's a wider array of people to produce ideas for content out there. Yeah, like for example, like have you ever seen the movie The Proposal before? I have not. Well, I predicted I predicted the plot correctly. I predicted the plot correctly for so many movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like I tried watching Disney's Encanto. That's one of their latest ones. Yeah. I left so disappointed, and that's because, like, okay, yeah, sure, obviously, all the things that happen next, every event after event after event, it's like, yeah, it's, it seems like I was expecting all these things to happen, like, the entire time. I didn't leave wowed. Unlike Sing 2, I had, despite that there were some clips that had leaked, I had left that movie just completely shocked and amazed. Yeah, like, that's one reason, yeah, that's one thing I don't like about Disney movie movies is that they get really sad and then all of a sudden everything just goes back to normal. That's not yeah. realistic. Mm-hmm. Like everything's back to normal. That's not that's not real. 
that's not real realistic and so that and even so a lot of t yeah I, yeah like a lot of a lot of yeah like it seems like with a lot of movies and TV shows most notably sitcoms because there's a really short format there's like three there's like it all of a sudden it just everything goes back to normal suddenly which it which is a common theme with any every Hollywood movie and TV show. Yeah. yeah. And, and I like, I like it, it when things, things end on, on there's, there's just a big, big change, change, not necessarily going back to normal. Yeah, things go... Yeah, it's one thing. Yeah, I'm beginning to run out of ideas, and I, and I have to start getting ready to leave and fit and figure out something about lunch because this is the first day in my life for quite a few years that I haven't had a full lunch. <laughs> so Yeah, I suppose so. So I think it's All right. Well, well, thank you for coming on and I guess uh, do you want to help me roll this intro we have or outro I should say we have out. It's fairly simple. I mean, you've heard it before yeah. since Thank you for watching another episode of Alpha and the iTunes fanboy this time. Hopefully someday <laughs> yep. we can manage to get Salt back. And please make sure to check out my podcast where Alpha Day Wolf will be a guest in May. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Alpha and Salt. Be sure to check out anything we have in the description, like his channel and such. And be advised that both audio and video versions of these episodes have their own perks. So consider checking out the other platform as well. Also consider checking out the rest of the Random Alpha Network, as well as the iTunes Fanboy, his network and such. And until next time, peace out. Alpha DeWolf is signing out.